You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. On this Thursday, October 26th, we're talking Royals baseball today with our good friend Jeffrey Flanagan, our Royals reporter for MLB.com. Jeffrey, we thank you for the time. A couple of news items that we're going to touch on uh, in a bit. Uh, the rumors about uh, Dayton Moore perhaps uh, leaving for the Braves job. Of course, he's not. He reaffirms his commitment to uh, Kansas City. Uh, some moving and shifting going on in the coaching ranks with the Royals. But I want to start, as we speak here on this Thursday, this is the first uh, off day of the 2017 World Series, and we're coming off a rather uh, wacky, I guess is the word, mm-hmm. uh, game two last night in L.A., won by uh, Houston 7-6 in 11 innings in Jeffrey, the the buzz I'm kind of getting this morning from fans by and large in the media is is something along the lines of, you know, wow, what a great game, one of the greatest World Series games we've ever seen. And, you know, I've said this a few times to a few of your colleagues uh, in in our discussions today, but I'm not saying the game was boring by any means or unentertaining, but a game, it it felt to me like home run derby, you know, And, and in the end, the Astros did a little bit of a better job hitting balls over the fence than the Dodgers, and, and they're the team that got the win. But in terms of, you know, I I consider myself like a purist, an old-school guy, and, and to me, the way that game was played and the way that game was won was not, in my mind, what is entertaining, you know, enthralling baseball. Are you in agreement on this? Uh, completely. I mean, I, your analogy to the home run derby is, is really accurate because uh, – it's hard for me to even watch home run derbies during the all-star break because after a while, to me, it gets kind of boring. Um, and to be honest, I think that's kind of how the game has evolved in the last two or three years. We're seeing, obviously we've seen uh, the last two years, record breaking home runs, um, whatever reason you want to think that's happened, whether it's a juice ball, whether it's, you know, uh, players trying to hit home runs every at bat. Um, to me, the essence of baseball is sort of getting lost. We're seeing uh, less and less uh, stolen bases. We're seeing less sack bunks. We're seeing less runners moved over. Basically, the only way you can score now is hitting a home run, and that is a home run derby. And to me, it uh, I, I hate to be the fuddy-duddy, but I, I, I just don't know if that's all that interesting. Um, I kind of like the way the Royals did it in 14 and 15 where – uh, they didn't strike out a lot. And by the way, strikeouts are an all-time high, too. Yep. Uh, so it, it, the way they won games was putting the ball in play, putting pressure on the defense, stealing bases, moving runners, you know, squeezing out runs left and right. And what's interesting, too, I just did some research on this this morning, is that with all these home runs and all, you know, you would expect, like, run score to be way, way up. Actually, this year – in the last 20 years, was the only 11th highest run scored uh, over the Major League uh, season. So it's not like all these home runs are making this terrific offense. Basically, it's just uh, it's, it's simply come down to hit a home run, strike out, and that's the inning. Uh, and to me, is that interesting? Well, maybe it is. Uh, I, I, I just don't necessarily think it is. I, and I'm in total agreement. And, uh, you know, for my money last night, when you go through that entire 11-inning game, by far and away, in my mind, the most exciting play of that game was the game-tying single, not a home run, yeah. a single by Kike Hernandez in the 10th inning to cap off that two-run comeback when L.A. was down 5-3. 
But to me, it's, you know, again, you've got a guy at second. There's two outs on top of that. I think maybe two strikes on Hernandez. He goes opposite way into right field. A play at the play. You know, a guy has to slide on a close play, and the time mm. run scores. And to me, that play had more juice, more energy, more excitement <laughs> than any of the eight home runs hit in that entire game. A uh, hundred times, agreed. Uh, because there was, a you know, a really good throw from the outfield, really good piece of hitting on two strikes, like you said. You know, went the opposite way, punched the single on the right, runner's going. Uh, it takes a, a really good slide to beat the throw. Head first slide, catches the outside of the plate. To me, that is the exciting part of baseball, not just the home run derby, which uh, I don't know, how, were there eight home runs last night eight, or whatever yeah. it was? I mean, uh, in a ton of an extra innings, uh, the ball was flying out, it was warm in L.A., uh, a, a great atmosphere for, for balls carrying. Uh, I'm not against the home run, and I'm sure you're not, Matt. Either. Yeah. I just, I just, it gets to be too much after a while because, and we're going to see that in this off season too. Because the free agents who think, well, I hit 20, 25 home runs. Well, everybody has 20, 20. <laughs> How much money are you going to get for that? Because it's, it's almost overvalued. It really is. I mean, look at last off season. The guy who led the National League in home runs couldn't get a job for four months. Uh, Chris Carter of the Brewers. He had mm-hmm. 41 home runs. The Yankees give him a, a mercy contract, and he doesn't last half the year. He, he gets cut before the All-Star break. So home runs aren't everything. And, and, again, like you said, we're not opposed to the home run. We're not being wet blankets here. But there are so many more other entertaining ways to have a ball game unfold. And hopefully – this game was an aberration, and we get some more traditional baseball for at least the next three games of the World Series, of course, which resumes on Friday in Houston with things all tied up at uh, one win apiece. So, Jeffrey, transitioning to the news of the day uh, for the Royals, uh, not not a ton of uh, news per se in terms of uh, transactions or signings, but one thing I found interesting is that uh, Dayton Moore was asked uh, pretty pointedly about the Braves uh, opening after John Coppolella was ousted for his uh, transgressions and. <laughs> And Dayton pretty much said, you know, I, I know the rumors are out there and people are trying to connect dots, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. I'm committed to this franchise and to, to get the Royals back on top. And I, I just found it interesting that this line of questioning uh, came up at all for Dayton Moore in the first place. Well, I, I, I want to caution, too, that, that guys can change their mind. And True. Dayton's, uh, you know, I've known Dayton for 11 years, and one thing he does not like to do is comment on other teams' openings. So, uh, he's not going to come right out and say, look, I'm not going anywhere because he's got to keep his options open too. Uh, you know, there's, there's some issues here in Kansas city. Uh, David glass is 82 years old. Uh, Dayton doesn't know the succession plan. If, if, uh, David glass would happen to, 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 to die or anything like that, I hate to be so blunt, but, uh, you don't know what the future holds there. So he's going to keep his options open. Uh, having said that, uh, it, I would be shocked. You know, if, if he ever left to go somewhere else right now with all he's invested in this team uh, and the community, too. He's got so many programs going on within this community. But you never say never. I mean, I, I have been burned before by saying guys are not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he could change his mind uh, next week and be the GM of the, of the Braves if they gave him, you know, full authority to do everything. Uh, you just never, never know. Um, but uh, Dayton's very committed to the ownership here. Uh, he loves David Glass. They have a great relationship. Um, they want to continue to try to build, a, a, you know, a, a winner in the future here. So, uh, yes, I would be surprised. Uh, but you just, like I said, you just never know. You don't, you can't read people's minds. You just don't know what people are going to do. 
uh, going forward. So uh, at this point, yeah, it looks like he's going to stay here. But again, uh, I'll put an asterisk next to that. Yeah, never say never. That's that's the mantra for for baseball or pretty much uh, any any sport <laughs> these days. You you just never do know. So. For now, uh, he is still a part of the Royals, but we'll see what the offseason brings. And, Jeffrey, in the time we have left of uh, the next minute or two, uh, Dale Swaim is not going to be the hitting coach anymore. Uh, he will be the bench coach, so the, the hitting coach opening is still out there uh, for this team. Is this I'm, – I'm trying to figure this out. Is this a demotion, promotion, or or, or nothing? <laughs> is this just a, a transitional shift from one role to another for Swaim? I think it's a little bit of a promotion. I mean uh... – you know, Ned Yost has, has, has been friends with Dale Swain for, for decades. And, uh, you know, he's had Doc, Don Wakamatsu, who he said many times was his right-hand man, the, the brains behind his moves. Uh, but, you know, he, he feels confident that Dale Swain can be that guy going forward. Um, you know, Dale is an excellent hitting coach, too, but they're going to probably bring in, I, I would guess, maybe somebody internally to fill that position. They've talked a lot about, uh, they've got the pitching coach uh, opening too. They've talked a lot about being uh, internal solutions there. But you know, with Dale, um, you know, it might be a situation where you know Ned's in the final year of his contract next year. Uh, are they positioning Dale to be the, the future manager of this team? Who knows? Yeah, that's that's a definite possibility. Uh, but I think it's a great move for Dale. Great move for the organization. Um, and we'll we'll just have to see what how they fill the uh, the openings as we go forward. Jeffrey Flanagan, great stuff as always uh, this week. We'll do it again at this time next week. Our pleasure to talk to you. In the meantime, Matt Waymire signing off for MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals.